quick update from me. Just firstly, a, a few notes on the turbulence in the banking sector. Um, look, while there's still a lot in flux and, you know, a lot of potential scenarios playing out, I guess um, just a few comments on, on sort of how we're seeing it at the moment. Um, so not to play down the risk of what happened at Credit Suisse and, and SVB. Um, what we saw with SVB was really an issue with the liability side of the balance sheet. So, you know, but when we're looking at the liability side of the balance sheet for, for banks, that, that means deposit, so deposit flight. So um, this in turn led to issues on, as we all understand, on the asset side, causing them to really sell off um, some of those unhedged assets. So as far as we know, this is not replicated widely across the US um, banking system. Um, and it's more so concentrated in that lightly, more lightly regulated uh, regional banks. Um, so this is far different from what we saw in 2008, um, where we saw sort of Lehman go down, um, which led to really big falls in asset prices, a collapse in the housing market. Banks were over leveraged, so um, which really called into question the solvency of, of the bank. So this is a very different situation from that. So I guess the good news is being a, a liability uh, um, issue rather than an, an asset issue. Um, the regulators are much better equipped to obviously deal with that. Um, we've seen the regulators act quite decisively and act quite quickly. They've got tools such as um, deposit guarantees, the repo um, facility, extension of central bank loans, all, all which have put in, been put into place. So if a SVB-like situation continues to play out in some of the smaller regional banks, then um, look, it won't be great for market confidence, but uh, nonetheless, the regulators have the tools to act um, and act pretty quickly on that. So how do we see this playing out, um, uh, you know, from here on in? I guess three possible scenarios. Firstly, the good scenario um, and really the best case scenario is the SVB um, collapse um, leads to possibly a few more issues around some of the smaller regional banks. But, you know, as I said, the regulator steps in really quickly, reassures confidence um, so we see a drop in the risk, risk premium, credit conditions ease, and the US resumes its um, process of uh, lifting interest rates um, beginning with um, this week. So, in fact, we've seen triple B corporate spreads. Um, while they did blow out a little bit, they're still well below, or at least below um, where the Fed started to lift interest rates. So got to a high of 2.1% um, back in the, the mid-2022. Um, and now it's about 1.95. So um, we haven't seen that blowout in, in spreads um, at the moment. So I guess credit conditions still remain okay. Um, I guess the market's taking a view that it's more confined to some of the more idiosyncratic issues at, at the bank. So the second scenario, um, so we continue to see problems emerging in the financial sector, but they are confined uh, within the US. Um, so what happens is then the US banks start to lose a little bit of confidence. They start to withdraw um, credit from um, the, the US market and that drives down demand in the private sector. Um, so conditions you know, around credit remain very tight. So I guess that's, that impacts demand. Um, so what does the Fed do there in that case? We possibly do see that one more rate rise, which uh, Richard touched on, is priced in for this week. But then at the, the back end of the year, we start to see rate cuts. In fact, the market at the moment, looking at it this morning, bond market's pricing in one more rate hike um, this week, uh, followed by three to four rate, rate reductions in the US in the second half of this year. So it's been quite a move um, in terms of interest rate expectations. In fact, the RBA, the, the bond market's pricing the RBA 
um, to leave rates flat um, from, from here on in um, and potentially one cut in the second half of this year. So um, just interesting how the bond markets move to that. Um, and the third scenario, which we see is unlikely, but it's the worst case scenario. The SVB collapse um, does turn out to mark the, the start of a, a new global financial crisis. Um, you know, SVB is an early indicator of some of the vulnerabilities that are in the financial system. Um, so what the central banks do, they step up um, their liquidity, but then this leads to a loss of this doesn't reassure re, uh, confidence and, um, you know, we see a significant tightening in, in credit conditions and hence a recession. So where do we sit? Clearly, um, look, it is a, a very fluid situation, but as things stand, we're currently between that first and second scenario. Um, and we see that as the most likely outcome with the third of really a distant tower risk at this stage. Uh, so in other words, a lot of the impact is going to be felt um, within the US. It's going to be you know, a, a hit to demand there, possibly a change of tune in terms of where US monetary policy goes, but elsewhere, the knock-on effects um, we don't see as as impactful. Um, so um, that's currently where, where we sit. So look, watching very closely, um, but obviously, you know, the other news is around sort of Credit Suisse and what happened there over the past few weeks. Um, I think it's really important to note that the European banks are very tightly regulated, much like our, our banks. Um, and what they typically operate is very strong liquidity coverage ratios. So according to Citigroup, um, in, in aggregate, the European banks hold about 163% um, LCR. So these are high quality assets um, required to be held in very liquid instruments. Um, and they typically hold this either in cash or government, uh, government bonds. They're required to be marked to mark quarterly. Um, so in contrast to what we've seen with some of the lighter regulated US banks, only the larger banks are required to meet this ratio. So again, it just reinforces the view that we're not likely to see, given banks are far more regulated, hold far more capital to see, you know, this contagion really spread out and, and regulators and, you know, given the what happened in 2008, are much better equipped um, if a, a financial crisis does continue to play out. So, but nonetheless, um, the episode does remind us we have to tread carefully um, uh, during this period where we've seen an expedited rate of interest rate increases. You know, it's the fastest increase we've seen in 40 years. It is inevitably going to lead to some pockets of stress in the financial system. So that's just um, something to be mindful of. <music>